All right there, everyone. This episode's a little bit late coming out, but um, there's a lot going into it, so let's just get into it. My name's Christian Bond. You're joining me on the Stories of King Arthur and His Knights podcast, and today I'm going to attempt to finish up this story of Sir Tristram and I sold. So when we last left off, Tristram had uh, just dropped off the love of his life to marry his uncle, King Mark, and he wasn't happy about it, and she wasn't happy about it because they were already madly in love with each other, partly due to like their natural attraction and then also due to a love potion that they both had consumed. Normally I do this on my commute, but... Uh, I forgot this week, so you're catching me, or I'm doing this while I'm out for a a little bit of a walk, so switching things up today, but let's go ahead and just get into this story. So Tristram, I sold, they're in love, they, but they can't do anything about it. They're kind of sneaking around their, his uncle, her husband's back but they they have to be sneaky about it. So anyway, they're they're chilling at court one day and this guy comes in and he plays a rote, which is an old instrument. It's kind of like a violin except for it sits on your lap and he starts playing it and he plays so beautifully that the king of Mark is just completely enchanted with this music that he's making. And he says, "You know what? You can have anything in my kingdom." And the guy says, "Well, if I can have anything, I want this beautiful woman that I've seen. I believe she's your wife. And King Mark had said that he could have anything he wanted in the kingdom in front of the entire court. And so he couldn't back down from it, even though the guy's request was totally absurd. So he had to hand over I sold. So he hands over I sold and they write off. And Tristram is like, oh, I got to do something about this. So he goes and he intercepts him and he's pulls out his harp and he's like you guys want to hear a song on the harp and they're like sure we like we like harp music and so he starts playing I sold of course is just like keeping quiet not wanting to let this guy know that she already knows him and as we already know Tristram is an incredible harpist and so he plays and he totally you know bewitches this guy as well or and then The guy's like, you know, you're incredible. We need to go back to Ireland. Let's start a band. You know, I know a couple other guys. We could really have a pretty sweet group together, you know. And Tristan was like, yeah, that'll be great. So they're trying to get on this guy's boat to go back to Ireland. And they're having troubles. And the storms, there's a big storm coming in. And so they they can't really get I sold onto the boat. And so Tristan's like, hey, I got an idea. I'll go get my horse, we'll ride the horse out to the boat, that way, you know, it'll be easier for her to get on the boat. And he says, okay, that that sounds all right. So Tristram goes and gets his horse, goes and he gets Isolde, and then they just take off. And the guy's like, hey, what what are you doing? You can't just take off? And Tristram's like, well, you used music to get her from my uncle, and then I used music to get her from you, so, like, what are you crying about? And the guy's kind of pissed, but kind of also sees the point. And Tristram and I sold right off. Then, um, you know, they're sneaking around. Everyone's, you know, a few people are starting to say things. And they're 
people are starting to tell Mark, like, look, your wife is stepping out on you with your nephew. You got to do something about it. And King Mark at first won't believe any of it. But eventually he starts to give in to some of the things people are saying. And so he's like, all right, let's go see if she's cheating on me. And so they're like, all right, they're probably going to meet up next to this river at this spot that, you know, a lot of people go to. And uh, they're going to meet up at night. And so King Mark's like, okay, I'll go and I'll hide up in a tree and see what happens there. And so they, so he, sorry, I'm just running across the road here. Um, So he goes and he climbs up in this tree and he waits for him to get there. And Tristram, as he approaches the spot where they're to meet, he sees a strange shadow from the moonlight down on the ground. And he looks up into the tree and he sees his uncle up in the tree. He's like, what's he doing up there? And his uncle doesn't see that Tristram notices him. And so Tristram is like, oh, I gotta play this pretty cool. So I sold approaches and he, Tristram kind of like motions, like look up into the tree, but like do it discreetly. And she looks up in the tree, sees someone up there, and then they know that they can't, you know, hook up. So they just start talking and they, Tristram, you know, very expertly changes the conversation from their previous plan to talk of love to now talk of how nobody in the kingdom trusts them and how if nobody can, you know, if nobody's trusting them, why do they even bother staying there? They might as well just leave the kingdom. And Isolde kind of agrees with them and King Mark, of course, doesn't want to lose Tristram because he's one of the bravest and strongest knights in the kingdom. He kind of cools off and lets gives them some more slack. And then... What happens next is kind of just like a bunch of different stories of people trying to catch them. So the king is like, you know what, I'm going to send Tristram off on an adventure. And so uh, he's going to be gone for a while. And so Tristram and I sold. They want to spend their some time together, but they're, he's, so because he's leaving. And so they're trying to make plans. And then the king's like, I'll put this this trap in front of them. So I'll say, hey, we'll all sleep in the same room. Tristram will sleep on his bed. I'll sleep on my bed. And uh, with I sold. And then what will happen is I'll leave for a little bit. And then we'll put flour down on the floor. And if there's any footprints in the flour, we'll know that he snuck over there to see I sold while I was away. And so... He puts his little plan in motion and Tristram catches on like immediately. But does it stop him? No, not one bit. He just decides to jump from one bed to the other while King Mark is gone. And you know, him and I sold make love. And while they're making love, he reopens a wound that he had received fairly recently and he bleeds on the sheets. And uh, they're like, oh no, what are we going to do? And uh, Isolde's like, oh, I'll just cut myself real quick and say that I had it earlier and it reopened. And so that's what they do. And then Tristram jumps back to his bed. And the king comes in and he looks for the footprints in the flower. There's no footprints there. 
and he sees the blood and he's like, what's this blood? And I sold as like, oh, I cut myself, you know, it's just right here. And he's like, that's a pretty small cut and it looks like a lot of blood. And she's like, oh, you know, I bleed a lot, blah, 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 like trying to laugh it off. And once again, King Mark's suspicious, but he doesn't quite have enough evidence to, con- to prove wh- what is going on. So he continues to let it go and Tristram goes off on his adventure, comes back. Everyone's, you know, really just kind of giving him a hard time. And at that time, it was treason if they were to be caught having this affair. So, uh, you know, they need to do some, they need to come up with something to kind of prove more innocence. And so one thing that they would do back then is that they would grab rocks out of boiling water or out of a fire and if you were able to grab a rock and it didn't hurt you like a rock straight from the fire or stick your hand in boiling water and you were unharmed then that meant that you were innocent because God would protect you and so I sold decided that she was going to set up this uh, you know she's going to grab a rock from a fire and put it on her arm and she's going to do so in the presence of three very prominent knights. One of them was Gwen, who I know I've told a lot of stories about. And then two other knights were Yvain and Gerfeld. And so she, but she knows that like, if she's dishonest, according to her belief structure, she'll get burned. So she has to come up some way to make this lie believable. So she makes a plan to visit a neighboring city during a really muddy time of the year. And while she's walking down to the city, she has to cross a river. It's got really muddy banks. She's royalty, so she yells at a peasant. She goes, hey, peasant, come over here. Carry me across this river, and I want to get muddy. And the peasant is like, oh, okay. Peasant's pretty big, pretty strong, and pretty good-looking. But, um, you know, he's wearing ratty clothes, so nobody really gives it like a second thought. And as he's carrying her across, at the other bank, I sold shifts her weight and falls to where she's straddling this man. And, you know, a few people see this. And then she, you know, clambers off of him, and it's muddy, so everyone, like, sees that it's very easy to slip and fall right then. So this young man, you know, gets up, takes off, nobody really talks about it, and then Isold goes before Gwen and the two other knights and says, I swear that no other man has been between my legs besides King Mark. Oh, and then there was this one peasant that I slipped and fell, but like everyone saw that, so that doesn't really count. But you know, it's really only been those two guys that have been between my legs. And she reaches into the fire, grabs a hot rock, places it on her arm, and is not burned. And since she did it in front of three pretty trustworthy knights, everyone believed her. But of course, it was a lie. The next attempt to prove that they're cheating happened. There are these two knights, three knights, sorry. Um, They're not really knights, they're just kind of people that hang around the kingdom. And they're convinced that I sold and Tristram are cheating and uh, so they come up with a plot once again uh, Tristram's getting sent out of the country 
and this time it's pretty for real like he might not be invited back and so once again they're suspecting that I sold and Tristram will meet up before he leaves the country and so one of them hides behind the curtains in, Trist in I sold's room and I sold comes into a room sees a man standing there uh, like behind the curtains but he doesn't know that she saw him and so she is kind of freaked out she doesn't know really what to do uh, Tristram comes in and you know they start talking and she starts turning the subject to archery and she's like hey you're pretty good with a bow aren't you and he's like yeah and she's like why don't you shoot your bow at that curtain over there you know just knock an arrow and let her fly and Tristram is pretty confused why she'd want to do it want him to do that and then he sees the shadow of a man standing behind the curtain and immediately realizes that she's trying to save them so he pulls out his bow sends an arrow across the room sinks it into this guy's eye he falls over everyone's pretty shocked that there's this dead man and they're like well we were just shooting arrows in our room like we didn't know there's people behind the curtains once again they have the plausible um alibi that they're looking for to prove that they're you know not having this relationship like I said before, though, this was when Tristram was being ordered to France. So he pretty much gets kicked out of the kingdom, has to go to a different kingdom. He goes there, he's chilling with some of his friends that he's made, and he's playing the song on the harp, and he's singing about this beautiful woman I sold. And one of the nights that he's chilling with, hears the song, he's like, oh man, I didn't know you were into my sister. And... Tristram is like, I sold as your sister? And he's like, yeah, man, I'll hook you up with her. No problem. And so he goes and sets Tristram and I sold up. And it turns out it's not the soul that Tristram's in love with. It's this other woman who just coincidentally happens to be named I sold as well. And Tristram marries her because he's, you know, trying to move on with his life. But he, he can't consummate the relationship. He's still too much in love with Isolde the Fair, um, who's residing still in Cornwall. And he just, you know, he can't, he can't make himself fall in love with this woman. Mark's, uh, not Mark, Tristram is out in the forest one day. He finds a giant. The giant's kind of like making a mess of things. So Tristram, you know, fights him, calms him down. And is like, all right, man. You have to be good, and you have to kind of like do whatever I tell you. And the giant's like, well, you could have killed me, but you didn't, so I guess I'm good with that. And Tristram's like, all right. So the giant, you know, is chilling in a cave, and Tristram says, hey, are you good at building statues? And the giant's like, yeah, actually, I'm pretty good. He's like, hey, build a statue of this girl I know. And the giant's like, okay, you got a picture? And Tristram's like, of course I don't have a picture. Like, this is the Middle Ages. But he's like, I can describe her to you. So he starts describing Isolde's beauty to this giant. And the giant is actually able to carve this incredibly accurate, realistic version of Isolde for Tristram. 
and Tristram would just spend hours staring at the statue. Um, he would even just hold it sometimes, which is kind of creepy, but, you know, love potion, everything that's involved, all the sneak prior sneaking around, maybe we can cut him a little slack, I don't know. But he's just still so in love with Isolde, can't get over her. Goes through a bunch of adventures with this other guy, Cahardin, who's his friend in France. And while they're out having their adventures, Tristram gets stabbed with another poisoned sword or spear or whatever. And it's pretty bad. And so he's like, ah, there's only one person that can heal me. It's I sold. Like, you got to go get her, man. And Cahardin is like, okay, I'll go get her. So he goes up to Cornwall to find Isolde, finds her, is bringing her back, and Tristram, once again, is not in a good way. His poison is wrecking his body. He's super sick, and he's like, I don't know how much longer I can wait. So he's sitting in the room with his wife, which is also named Isolde, but she's not the one that he loves. And he's told that I sold the fair, the one that he's in love with. She'll be arriving on a ship with white sails. And so he hears people yelling, hey, there's a ship coming in. And so he asks his wife, I sold, hey, what color are the sails of this ship? And I sold is a little bitter because he's been in love with this other woman their entire marriage and has kind of treated her poorly. So she decides to lie to him and say the ship's sails are black. And Tristram, thinking that I sold his love, has finally failed him, just gives up and he dies. Turns his face towards the wall and dies. And of course, I sold gets there just moments after he's, he's passed. Everyone's mourning him. And she reaches his now dead body and puts her arms around him. And she also dies of a broken heart. And so everyone's pretty bummed out. They decide to bury them next to each other. And so they put them both in the ground. And then in addition to that, they decide that they should plant some roses on top of each of their graves. So they plant a white rose on top of Isolde and a red rose on top of Tristram. And then the next day, the two roses have grown much more than anyone could have imagined they could grow overnight. And in addition to that, they've intertwined, showing that they, you know, showing the love that they had for each other throughout their lives that they're never really able to express. And they had the, the red roses and the white roses looking like they're coming from the same tree. So, there it is. That's the conclusion of the story of Tristram and Isolde. Thanks for joining me as I walk uh, the streets. And I hope you all have a great day.